Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Buck Rogers in the 25th century! Buck Rogers is on the air, brought to you by the makers of Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle, those delicious frozen confections on a stick. Now a message from the famous winner of the typical American boy contest, Popsicle Pete. Hello, everybody. Listen. Did you hear that? I just hit the bullseye of my target set. Gee, that's some target set. It's one of the Popsicle presents. You can get it free. And all you do is save bags from Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle. Yes, you can get hundreds of gifts, wonderful gifts, too, for those bags. Things like Pete's Target set, a wristwatch, a movie camera, skates, and a fountain pen, dolls, musical instruments. Better start saving right away. Those bags are as good as money. You'll find them wrapped around each genuine popsicle, fudgicle, and creamsicle. And boy, will you love those great, big, swell-tasting frozen confections on a handy stick. Get one every day at your ice cream store. The biggest nickels worth you ever saw. And wholesome, too. They couldn't be more pure if Mother made them. Made by a fine local ice cream manufacturer. And say, don't forget to get a free Popsicle gift list at your ice cream store. If they have none, tell them to get some from their ice cream manufacturers. There's a free coupon on it worth ten bags for gifts. Now, in our last episode, you remember, Dr. Hewer learned that Black Barney had visited Elmo in the 25th century city of Omaha and departed with a rocket plane loaded with equipment. So the good doctor flashed word of it to Buck and Wilma, who are now flying toward Omaha at top speed. Let's join them by turning the dial that'll project us ahead in time. All ready? Then here we go, 500 years into the future. minutes now, Wilma, and we'll land in Omaha. Right, Buck, and you better cut down on the power. I can see the big municipal building dead ahead. That's the place we're going to land. Good. I hope Elmo knows where Barney went after he left him. So do I. Too bad Elmo didn't think to call Dr. Hewer before Barney pulled out of this city. If he had, the doctor would have tipped him off, and Elmo could have figured out some way to keep Barney here until we arrived. Well, there's no use mourning over it now. Only thing we can do is hope to get information that'll give us a clue as to where we can pick up Barney's trail again. Hey, listen, Wilma. Yeah? Barney suddenly turning up in Omaha kind of makes one of our theories about this whole business look foolish. What do you mean, Buck? Well, when little Willie arrived back in Niagara and told us what had happened to them near the ruins of ancient Philadelphia, mm-hmm. we pretty much decided that Barney was in Kane's hands. Say, that's right. So, how could Barney come to Omaha alone? Right. Surely Kane wouldn't have let him wander off. And if Barney escaped from Kane, why under the sun didn't he tear right onto Niagara to look for us? What would be his idea in coming here to Omaha to pick up a lot of supplies? I don't know, Buck. Let's check with Elmo about the kind of supplies he took. Yeah, good idea. Well, here we are. We'll coast down to a landing. Landing on the platform outside Elmo's office? Right. Uh, Dr. Hewer probably told him to expect us. Mm, probably. Hang on for landing. Come on, now. Thanks, Buck. Oh, look. Huh? Here comes Elmo to meet us. Oh, yeah. He must have heard us coming. Hello, Elmo. Hello, Buck. 
How do, Wilma? Hello there. I haven't seen you in a long time. Yes, sir. It seems like you folks never come out here to Omaha anymore. Well, Elmo? Yes, bud? Let's go into your office where we can talk without being disturbed. Certainly. Come right this way. We have plenty to talk about, Elmo, and the sooner we get to it, the better. Of course. Right in here, please. Thank you. Just sit down and be comfortable. Thanks. Thank you. Now, Buck, when I called Dr. Hewitt, to tell him that our old friend Bach Beck Barney had been here, he said he'd have you come to see me right away. Right. We came tearing out here as fast as we could. Now, look here, Elmo. Uh, yes, Buck. How much has Dr. Hewitt told you about the Black Barney affair? Well, as a matter of fact, he didn't mention Black Barney to me at all. That is, well, perhaps I'd better tell you just what happened. Right, shoot. The purpose of Dr. Hewitt's visit was to investigate our impenetrite ore. Yes? But I'd already shipped samples to his laboratory, so he prepared to leave me laboratory, so he prepared to leave me laboratory, so he prepared to leave me right away. Yes? When I asked him why he couldn't stay and visit with me for a while, he said, well, I'm pretty much tied up in Niagara just now, he said, because of the fact that Black Bar... And then he stopped. Yes? When I asked him to finish what he was saying, he changed the subject. Because of that, I couldn't help feeling that Barney must be involved in trouble of some kind. Oh, I see. But then uh, when did Barney get here? Immediately afterward. And that's why I radioed to Dr. Hewer to tell him about it. Just as soon as Barney left. Too bad you couldn't have called the doctor while Barney was still here. Yeah, well, that was hardly possible, Wilma, because, well, I stayed right with Barney all the time he was here. And I was only acting on a hunch and calling Dr. Hewer at all. Well, what we want to know now is why Barney came here and what sort of equipment and supplies he took away with him. Yes. You know, Buck, when he first came into my office here, I told him Dr. Hewer had just left. Yes. And now that I've had a chance to think it over, I believe he looked somewhat relieved when I assured him the doctor had gone. I don't see why that should be. Well, neither do I. Uh, go on, Elmo. Well, then Barney told me what I just learned from the doctor. About the escape of Kane and Ardela. That a great hunt for them was underway. Did Barney tell you anything about where Kane and Ardela might be or what they might be doing? What, Buck? No. No, he did say that he was hot on their trail and needed a lot of equipment to completely prepared if he should run across them. Well, no, there's something screwy about this whole business. And to be honest with you, it has me kind of worried. Why do you say that, Buck? Because to me, it can only mean one thing. And I don't like it. Well, don't keep us in the dark. What are you driving at? Well, maybe it'll sound cockeyed to you, but I believe Black Barney must have some idea of where Killer Kane and Ardela have established their headquarters. You really think so? Yes, sir. But instead of reporting to us, he's going right ahead and try to run them down single-handed. Mm, it wouldn't be the first time he's tried something like that. Yeah, that's just what I'm thinking of. I can understand his intentions well enough. He, he he simply wants to save us a lot of trouble and the chance of running into any danger. Mm, but it's still not a good idea. Especially with Killer Kane involved. Kane's bad. He's plenty bad. And he's clever, too. And he could twist Barney round his little finger. Yeah, don't I know it. Elmo. Yeah? What sort of equipment did you give to Barney? Well, the first thing he wanted was a spaceship. A battlecruiser. Yes. I obtained that for him from the municipal airport. Oh, well, then he must have left his own ship here. No, Buck. No. No, he hooked the cruiser right onto his own with magnetic grapples. And he took it along that way. Oh, well, that wasn't so dumb. Just what sort of cruiser did you give him, Elmo? Well, it's just exactly like that one of yours, Wilma. Exactly like And uh, what else did he take? Several long... What else did he take? Several long-range disintegrators. There's atomic space bombs. How under the sun would he expect to use those? Heaven only knows. Uh, what else, Elmo? Well, let me see. Well, there was a high-powered rocket gun, nine-recoil energy projectors, 
A thermic radiation projector. And, In uh, other words, nothing but weapons of all shapes and sizes. That's right. He loaded both ships with all they'd hold. Mm, sounds as though he was trying to equip a whole space army to go after Kane and Ardella, doesn't it? I should say so. Uh, Elmo, uh, while I think of it... Yes? Did you notice anything unusual about the ship he used to come here? Well, I don't think so. No, huh? Well, now, now, now wait a minute, Buck. Uh, yes? Buck, when he took off, his ship accelerated so quickly that it was out of sight before the sound of the rocket that died in my ear. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it possible for a ship to take off so quickly without injuring those inside of it. Same ship he left Niagara in, all right. Uh, no doubt about it. And the reason he could take off so quickly is because it's equipped with a new invention of Dr. Hewitt's. Oh, I see. Yeah, but there was something else unusual about that ship, too. Well, what was that? It had on rocket dampeners, like you usually find on interplanetary freight oh, ships. Oh, even that checks up, Elmo. You see, we've been following a rocket trail, and a fresh one, too. But it's given us readings on the gas analyzer dials we've never even heard of before. Oh, is that so? Yes, and the only thing we could figure out was that the trail was made by a ship carrying a rocket dampener. Right. But what it means now is that we have no way of determining what the analyzer readings of Barney's trail should be. Worst luck. Uh, but now, Elmo. Yeah? Uh, we're leaving you right away. So if Dr. Hewer should happen to contact you, tell him we're on our way back to the ruins of ancient Philadelphia. I don't understand, Buck. Why do you seem to think Black Barney has so much to do with your effort to locate Kane and Ardella? Barney fell into their hands shortly after they escaped from the Niagara Municipal Prison. Evidently, he's escaped from them. But why he hasn't gotten in touch with us is something I can't explain. Oh, I see. So, the reason we're going back to ancient Philadelphia is because it's the last place there was a definite trail from Barney's rocket ship. And it's the only place that would be logical for Barney working alone to hang out or for Killer Kane and Ardella to have a headquarters. Well, I'll make a point of calling Dr. Hewer and telling him that. Good. Right, Buck. It's a good idea to keep Dr. Hewer informed of everything we do. Yeah. Now, come on. Let's go out and hop into the ship. Right with you, Buck. And thanks very much for the information you've given us. No more than welcome, Buck. I only hope that the next time you folks come out here, you'll spend a little more time visiting with me. We'll try to. Goodbye. 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 Good luck. In you go now, Wilma. Thanks. All set. And here we go. Boy, the gyrocosmic relativator on this ship certainly makes for a fast takeoff. Certainly does. But now, Buck. Yeah? We've already decided why poor old Barney might want to try to run down Kane and Ardella alone. Sure, to save other people a lot of trouble and all that sort of thing. Yeah. But why under the sun would he want to get hold of all that equipment? All those weapons and rays and that battle cruiser. Beyond we me, Wilma. And I'm afraid we won't know until we find out where Barney is. I'll have to congratulate you on the good job you did of bringing us equipment. Well, thanks, Chief. I brung all I could carry. Now, Barney, our first job will be to transfer the gyrocosmic relativator onto the new battle cruiser. Now, we can take care of the weapons later. Yeah, I'll take care of them later. Yeah, uh, but while I think of it... Yeah? Did you have any trouble getting hold of this stuff? Anybody get suspicious about your wanting it? No, it was easy, Chief. Ah. All I'd done was drop in on my old friend, Elmo. Who's he? Well, used to live on a little plasteroid out near Mars. You mean the planetoid called us? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's just a little plasteroid. Planetoid. Well, ain't that what I said? You said plasteroid. Sounded like you were trying to say a combination of planetoid and asteroid. Well, what's the difference between the two of them things, Chief? There is no difference. Some people call them one and some people call them the other, that's all. 
If the night shows where I'm way ahead of other people, eh? put them both together and they spell plasteroid, that's all. All right, Barney, let it go. What did this man, Elmo, give you? Oh, plenty of things. Rocket guns, disintegrators, thermic radiators, uh, lots of stuff. And he didn't raise a squawk when you asked for them? <laughs> that's where I showed how smart I am. Oh, yes? Yeah. I told him I was out trying to run down you and Adela, and uh, he'd give me everything I wanted. Good work, Barney. Our plans are working out beautifully. Yeah. You see, having this additional equipment changes the aspect of our whole situation. Yeah, I... Uh, huh? Uh, what's that mean? Barney, my boy. It means that up until now, our dear friend Rogers has been interested in only one thing. Trying to run us down. Yeah. But if he's wise, from now on he'll do all he can to keep as far away from us as possible. Well, Buck and Wilma will certainly have to watch their step with Kane so well prepared. I wonder what Kane's next move will be. Fellas and girls, hurry up and send in bags from Popsicle, Fudgicle, and Creamsicle and get yourself grand gifts. Free. Get all the things you ha- want but haven't got money to buy. Like a wristwatch, a candid camera, a sleeping doll, to mention only a few. Lots of gifts for mother, too. An electric toaster, for instance, or handsome table silver or perfume. Just save bags from genuine creamsicle, fudgicle, and popsicle. Popsicle? Oh, boy, that's what I want. A great big twin popsicle on a stick. Well, now I don't blame you, Popsicle Pete, because there's nothing that tastes better than a great big cool popsicle. It's like a long, delicious fruit drink frozen on a handy stick. Have one today and every day. Pure, wholesome, full of energy. Get your favorite fruit flavor. Made from real fruit. Only five cents for a big, refreshing twin popsicle. And no boy does it last. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.